0: Three Women of Christ are on a mission, and we've joined together Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield, Rhonda Stoppi, and Leanne Mancini to share godly advice, information, and encouragement for everyone who is raising the next generation of Warriors for Christ. So let's dig deeper.
1: We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids.
0: Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield is a national speaker, author, podcaster, and a licensed professional counselor of 27 years. Rhonda Stopi is a best selling author, speaker, and podcaster who has helped countless women build no-regret lives, and myself, Leanne Mancini, podcast host of the Raising Christian Kids podcast, Bible professor at South for Bible College and Theological Seminary, and author of Raising Kids to Follow Christ, Instilling a Lifelong Trust in God. Hi, ladies. I'm happy to have you back on the show. So happy to be back with you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So let's start right into it because we have a lot of great stuff to talk about. We know there are many single moms or fatherless children and even motherless children where fathers are raising the kids. How can those parents help their children not feel like they are missing the benefit of having both a mom and a dad? And let's start with you, Rhonda.
2: Man, if you're a single mom and you're listening, my heart goes out to you. I have two best friends that were single moms and raised amazing children And it's easy to feel like you're the only one that's doing this alone. Statistics really show that you're not the only one. But when you're in a church and everybody, you sit and look around and they're all in their cute little couple with their sweet little family. And and it's easy for the enemy to tell you you're alone. It's easy for you to say, I'm not even going to go to that social because it's all about married couples. And really, Satan loves to divide and conquer. So what I saw with my dear friends is they pressed into the body of Christ. They exposed their children to godly fathers who they met and became friends with that family. We have friends that went on vacation with us, that their kids got to see what a healthy, godly marriage looked like, what a father who nurtured their children looked like. And I think that the first and foremost I say is you're not alone. And I love Isaiah 41.10. God says, don't be afraid or dismayed, for I am your God. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I will help you. And God says he's a father to the fatherless. So the very God, King of Kings, promises to partner with you in parenting your children.
0: And, you know, I just want to add that I was raised by a single mom and I, I did miss a dad, but, you know, I didn't miss any benefits because my mother loved me so much. Hmm. So I think hmm. love is the key ingredient. If they know they're loved and they're taken care of, you know, that really helps. And is there anything you'd like to add to that, Michelle? You know, as I as I
1: think too about just having been in the trenches with so many dads and with so many clients over the last three decades is that it does really come down to knowing that the reality is it's not the same to grow up in a household without a mom or a dad. And so we want to make sure to honor that and not try to say it didn't significantly impact you. But that's not the end of the story because we have Three Fs, family, we have friends, and we have a father. And so I even reached out to one of my friends to ask him his personal story this morning. And his name is Sean and He founded an organization called God is My Dad. Mm-hmm. And he grew up without a dad in the home, a fatherless kid. And one of his girlfriends, a friend who was a girl, invited him over all the time. And I really want to underscore that if you are an intact two-parent household, Invite kids into your home who are friends with your children to meals. Or will happen around the dinner table to instill something positive in that fatherless or motherless child than anything else. And sure enough, Sean wrote me today and said, I got invited to meals. I spent time with their family. We watched movies together. Like you said, Rhonda, the body of Christ fills in the spaces where what we don't have in our homes can happen through. Those believers that lead us to the Father, and I think sometimes thinking of Holy Spirit as a nurturer, or comforter, can bring that mother feel and that mother reality and mother presence into our lives.
0: Those are great points. What biblical examples are there for parents to give them encouragement? In my book, Moms Raising Sons to Be Men, I got to talk about a lot of biblical
2: moms, and one section is specifically for single moms. And I love the story of Timothy. Because Paul became his father in the faith. And Paul says to Timothy, it was because of the truth that was implanted in you by your mother and your grandmother. I know a lot of women, grandmothers that are raising their grandchildren without a father in the house too. But he said, the truth you implanted in them, Timothy, made Timothy's heart ready to receive the gospel when Paul delivered it to him. And being a father in the faith, my my oldest son, Tony, didn't come to our family till he was 15. And he was actually in our youth group. And so Tony grew up in our house, and Steve became his father in the faith. And I remember the talks that we would have with Tony about not resenting his biological father, who was not being a father to him. And there was a lot of abuse that he was raised with, and teaching him to forgive the father who was absent, the father who was abusive. Because the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. If you're dwelling on the kind of father you had and resenting and saying, I will never be like," that dad, you're going to become that dad. But if you can, before the Lord, ask him to help you forgive your father, you will break free from that abuse. It won't define you. You will break free from that lack of love that you receive from him, and you will find it in Christ and in godly fathers in the faith that God will send your way.
0: I love that. Yes. Jesus is everything to us. And you know, again, like I said, I didn't have a father, but Michelle, would you like to add anything to that? You know, one examples? of the
1: delights of my life was meeting a young woman in college. And she had lost her mom when she was in eighth grade, no siblings, lost her dad when she was a senior in high school, no grandparents. And I want to speak to those who have spiritual children that you have brought in to your heart and your home. And I got to be mother of the bride. I was that grafted in mother, even though she wasn't biological. And I think even last week, I spoke at a conference and said, how many of you fathers at Father's Day get to stand up when you're the spiritual father and no hands went up? And I said, I think we need to change that and honor those who are spiritual moms and spiritual dads where our lives are enriched by knowing these amazing children like you, Leanne, to hear that you didn't you know, have a father in the home and how much my life is enriched by knowing you is we, we can help add affirmation and love as voices around those that may have a father void or a mother void or a mother wound or a father wound to say, you're amazing. We're so re- enriched by knowing you. And we get to be a cloud of witnesses in cheering those on who didn't have maybe a mom and a dad affirming them. There's a young man in
2: our that was in our youth group and his mom died his uh, senior year of high school. And Uh, It was tragic and it was senseless. Her death should not have occurred. And I remember telling him, because I adored this boy, I know I can't be your mom, but I'd love to fill in wherever you need a mom. And that year, his senior year of high school, he was nominated homecoming king. And at this particular school, they, during one of the ceremonies, have the mom, I'm going to cry, escort the young man in front of the whole school And he came to me and he said, I know you're not my mom, but would you escort me for homecoming? And I said, oh, I would be so honored. End of the story. He married my daughter and I'm his mother-in-law and I adore him.
0: Oh, I love that story.
2: (laughs) And I've cheered him on since he was 15 years old. But that was a blessed, sweet story. And again, forgiving his mother for what caused her death and having him come to the place of not getting stuck there. Uh, has made him an incredible husband and father to my grandchildren.
0: That is a wonderful story. Thank you for sharing that, Rhonda. That's amazing. See how, what, how God can work through our relationships and the things that we do. We never know where that's going to lead us down the road. Michelle, what can other children do, other children, to help those one-parent children feel supported and accepted? Well, I think the most obvious thing, right, is
1: just invite them into your home. We, we do so much healing in our homes. I mean, don't you love how in Deuteronomy 6, you know, God is saying, love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. But then he said, I want you to bind and impress these things on your children, right? He's saying, so that they talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up, but it's about what happens at home. So the more kids can invite other kids into your home where conversations are happening about life questions can be asked and answered i think it gives those kids such a gift
2: i think also it shows them how to how conflict resolution is supposed to occur in a in a family unit if they've never seen you know conflict resolved in a a christ-honoring way if there's just mom and dad are divorced there's a big blow up they argue i just try to keep the peace i just try to not tell mom what dad told me until you know these poor kids they get stuck in the middle And I will warn this, there is something called emotional incest, and we need to be very careful for single moms and single dads too, not to look to your child, to be your counselor, to be the one that you vent about dad didn't send money. We're so broke because dad's not sending the check and I know he has it and he's, you know, hiding his income. He's working for cash. So we don't have any money because your dad, he takes you to Disneyland, but we can't buy groceries. That harms your child. Have that conversation with a counselor, with a biblical counselor, with a, with a close godly mentor that can help you get this, forgive your ex for not measuring up to his responsibility or his expectations. Because if we're stuck in resentment and sin, it is sin. And the Bible says the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous one accomplishes much. And if you hold on to resentment, I'm not saying you haven't been wronged or that it's not fair. But God sees. I'm saying if you hold on to resentment and anger, you render your prayers powerless. You're not going to walk in the joy of the Lord that is your strength. So I'm not saying I've I've walked with women that have endured this, but the ones who have laid it at the foot of the cross, the ones who have taken their thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ over and over again, have been free to live their faith in front of their children. Their children see the injustice of it. They don't have to tell them. At some point, they figure it out. But I'm telling you, that faith walk, that type of forgiveness and love shines brightly the gospel to your children. And it can be the very tool God uses to bring them to Christ. Your resentment, your gossip about your spouse can be the very tool Satan used to bring them away from the gospel.
0: Yeah, we did. I did an episode on parentification. That's where parents put parenting problems onto their children than the damages that can cause. So I hope our listeners will go back and listen to that. I think also if children sit down and be willing to listen to your friend, just hear his heart and just tell him that you're there for him and to love your friend because they're going to feel sad. They're going to feel like they're missing out. So I think a good friend is someone who listens. So teach your children to sit down and listen to that other child, what his heartache is and where he feels left out and what he feels like he's missing. And again, like Michelle said, to invite him in. So Michelle, can we help support parents who are raising kids alone? Are there any support groups? Rhonda, you can add to that also.
1: You know, I've found that so many of my clients, in fact, even I'm I'm replaying conversations just this week where, you know, a single dad said, I feel like Han Solo all the time from Star Wars. And then I think of another mom who with four kids and now one year into divorce says, this is way harder than I ever would have thought, adding a job in now on top of parenting and sickness and all the things and saying, I almost now wonder, is this harder than having been married because it is so hard? So, you know, again, you you both might have different insight, but I have found that a lot of single parents who are working cannot add a support group in. It's like adding one more thing is just too much. And often I'm saying to them, think of it this way then. God on the go. And I don't mean that to be sacrilegious, but saying, if that scripture I just read right is true in Deuteronomy, as you walk, as you talk, as you're in your home, impress these things on your heart is how can you bring God into your life as you're driving your kids around, listening to a podcast or this one, getting more insight, talking out loud to the Lord, quoting scripture. And really living and leaning into bringing God into your daily life. And it's okay if you don't have time for a support group, because God's your support group. Father, Son, and Spirit, you've got support. I love the podcast. I think it's called
2: Plus One Parenting. I've been a guest on there before. She's a single mom, and she's walking through uh, the newness of, of her divorce and all of that. She does a really good job connecting with single moms and helping them just find some support, even by listening to the
1: podcast.
0: Well, ladies, this has been wonderful. Thank you for being on the show. Yes. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids.
2: Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can
0: now be heard on the Edify app.